Alright, welcome to the Daniel R. Test Podcast And today, I got a special guest, my boy Brian Langford Brian Ain't Lying, Unscripted Podcast What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, brother? It's, hey, I got, I got the, uh, dust the, uh, manual off I got dust everything off, I'm a little rusty here, a little rusty Yeah, how long you been out the game? Uh, let's see, my son is three Man, about a year and a half I, I just take a year and a half off, bro I need a year and a half off Wow, man. And congratulations on your son. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, brother. Definitely. Yeah, so, you know, we just going to talk, man. Just have conversations, talk basketball and stuff. And, you know, we were just talking before we started that, you know, he was watching the old old, old throwback games. I'm not a fan of watching the old games, man, because I already know what's going to happen, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought I was itching for basketball to be coming back on, but you know what? Like, I really don't miss it that much. Nah, I'm different. I'm different, bro. I need it. Like, like, bro, I'm watching, like, I'm getting, I'm getting, like, pissed all over again having to watch LeBron beat us in, in game six and having to watch the next year, game seven. I, I, I'm getting, like, upset all over again, but I am appreciating watching, uh, and I give him a lot of slander watching Kyrie did what he do, you know, in that 2016 finals help Cleveland win a chip. So, I me, mean, I, I want some fresh stuff, but Beggars can't be choosers right now, bro. We stuck. We stuck where we at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. Oh yeah, for everybody that's listening, uh, Brian is a Boston Celtics fan. So yeah, <laughs> we have Celtics Nation in the building tonight. <laughs> you know, you, hey, you know, you know, I've been screaming them boys. For, hey, look, I'm gonna tell you like this. I'm gonna scream them boys to the day I die, man. I don't care if they, whatever they do, they can go over 82, man. I'm gonna scream them boys till <laughs> I die, man. But listen, man, you know, Celtics got a nice bright future, man. You know, look, they got you know Marcus Smart. Hey, let's. I want to talk about Marcus Smart real quick because when he came into the league, he was just the defender guy, you know, you know, somebody that worked hard. This dude game improved a lot. Like he's a legit shooter now. Yeah. No. 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 He he put the work in, and I I got respected about Smart man. Like people say, oh man, you know, Smart just a fake tough guy. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna compare Smart to your brother. I'm gonna compare Smart Uh-oh. to Ron. I think he I, I, there's some comparisons there. Grit, gritty, grind, a little bit of elbow, a little bit of chin check. But then <laughs> Smart started putting everything together, and now don't get me wrong, he think he's Sugar Ray Allen now. But you know what I'm saying? He put it together to be a little, to be a little bit better. And Boston has the future because I'm telling you in this, I told everybody over the summer that Kimba Walker move was gonna be the best move for Boston. He fits. I ain't trying to come out the wrong way, but he fits the culture. Like Kyrie, that wasn't never for Kyrie. That was a pit stop. That was a showcase. He was trying to see. What he can do on his own. And then he out there with Durant in Brooklyn. But I, I love Boston. I love their team guy. That young boy Tatum, Brown. They go out to find a way to sign Tatum too, they? They're going to sign Tatum. They're going to sign Tatum. Come on. That, that's a given. They're not letting that dude go. I still think that Boston still, they need a super duper star though, man, to, to really win it. I don't know, but that team right there, can they win it all? They are close though, but can they, can they win it all in your opinion? Yeah. That, that the only team that's standing in their way, and, I, and it just irritates me with Boston, is they can't get past the juggernaut. When I say the juggernaut, I mean like LeBron, you know, for all them years, and now it's Giannis. They could beat Milwaukee. People not people say, oh man, Milwaukee just this great team. No, they not. Let Giannis mm-hmm. get forty five and twenty. I'm cool with that. Stop Chris Middleton. Stop Bledsoe. Stop all them three pointers from going up in the air. You got yourself a solid game. And Brad Stevens. People forget, Boston was up 2-0 last year. Right, they gave away games. 
they gave away games. Yeah, they can win a championship. They don't win the championship in three years. All these draft picks they compiled, all these assets they got, it didn't mean nothing. It just meant that you, you know, stole from Brooklyn, but you know, you didn't win a chip. So you got to win the chip with all these assets that you got. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that um, I like Jalen Brown, but I think that Boston can do better than him. You know, he's a small forward. He's not a two guard. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think you know to move Tatum back to his natural position will will be paramount for Boston's success. But I, I think that Boston might have to do a little mini reset and trade Jalen Brown. Like I wouldn't have given them the money. I understand why they did. They had to because they just they just need talent. But I think. That can be, you know, the signing can be so they can get a, a a better player on a on a larger contract. You know what I'm saying? Look, I I told people it was straightforward. His ceiling is Kawhi Leonard. His like mm. his kiss to the ground. Like when I say like to the ground, his to the ground is like I'm just trying to think of a guy who was who was just subpar that wasn't. I, you gonna laugh at me? Calvert Chaney. Like that's his ground. His ground is Calvert Chaney. It's to the top could be Kawhi Leonard. What is he gonna be okay. for the next couple of years? Is he gonna be is he gonna start to become better and get in that Kawhi Leonard conversation? Or is he gonna fall off and end up being Calvert Cheney? No disrespect to Cheney though. Straight up that he, he could ball, but I'm just saying when you talk about players, I'm looking at them two right there, and it's a big gap between both of them. I mean, I mean that's a that's a cool a comparison. Calvert Cheney was a dope player, man. He played in the league. He got he got his time in the in the in the um, NBA. So I mean, it's not like Calvert Chaney was a bum or nothing like that. But I, I get it between the levels between Calvert Chaney and Kawhi Leonard. I see that. That's crazy that you do kind of see Kawhi in him, though. But, you know, hey, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say? Hey, bro, you trying to say? You trying to say there is no Kawhi? Hey, man, hey, look, one thing about JB is I'm glad that he – uh, I ain't going to say – I'm going to say I'm glad he grew up a little bit because it looked like last year, you know what I'm saying, he was a little bit concerned with Kyrie being there. Him and Tatum. With Kyrie being there, they really couldn't do their own thing. Now this year, they can do their own thing. The one cat that I would love for them to have right now is Al. Yeah. If they had Al Horford still in Boston. Man. Yes, yes, yes. That man, I, I get why Al left the money. You know what I'm saying? Look, this is his last contract, and he got a big contract at the, at his current age, which is which is unheard of. You know, so he had to go do what he had to do. But I know for a fact that Al misses Boston. I mean, look at him. To be honest, if, if anybody watched Philadelphia games, I'm not dissing no Sixers fan. That man does not look happy in Philly. He look out of place. He looking at his jersey some nights like, man, can I, you know, well, well, can I get a body or something like that? I told everybody they got too many bigs on one team. That won't yeah. work. His perfect move. I get it though, like you said, man. They, they backed the Brinks truck up. They was like, yo, Al, get this hundred million. And he was like, what? I'm an old cat in the league. Yeah, go ahead and give me that hundred million. Ah. I'm gonna take that. Yeah, exactly. And um and of course to keep him away from Joel and B, if you can't beat him, join him and stuff, you know. I, I loved how Al played against Joel. You know, he um made him work, made him earn his keep and couldn't and um Joel couldn't get past him, you know. So I was kinda I I understood why Boston made the move. I mean not Boston made the move, why Philly made the move. But um me with Al with Al Horford, I'm thinking that Horford should be he should easily adapt to that team. Like, why is he struggling? I don't know why. I just always thought as a player myself, when when something's not happening, you know, like if plan A ain't happening, there's still 25 other letters in the alphabet. So plan B is, hey, get more offensive rebounds and, and put the ball in the basket that way. If you're not getting rhythm, make yourself get in rhythm by just doing some hustle plays and then you're mentally getting rhythm. So 
I hope I, I hope um Horford really gets it together because like Philly goes as far as he can go. I know you got your stars in Joel Embiid and um and Ben Simmons, but you know Al is, is definitely not a bad third option. I, the coaching really needs to implement him more in the offense, don't you think? Yeah, but I mean, here's the problem: Ben Simmons want to be in the paint, and B want to be in the paint. You can't have both in yeah. the paint. That's why I kept trying to tell my boy they need to entertain. Moving on from Ben Simmons. I'm not saying Ben Simmons is a bad player. I'm saying that he, him and Embiid just won't work together for the future. I'm going to tell you, plug a point guard like a CP3. Plug a point guard mm-hmm. like a Rondo into that lineup with Embiid. I'm telling you, things will work out just a little bit better. Simmons just want the paint. Embiid want the paint. Even Al Horford. Al Horford want the paint. Everybody can't get in the paint. So it's like, what, what you got to do? So, yeah, Brett Brown got to make some adjustments. I feel bad because he about to be, he about to be made the scapegoat. Cause think about it, he trusts the process. He got them boys together. They did some drafting, Elton Brand. You know they got together, picked up some good players, and now I feel like that Brett Brown about to be on the other side of the door. Cause I'm gonna tell you like this, what saved them was the season ended. Because if the season didn't end and we were still going on, well, not end yet, but I think it's going to end. If the season didn't end, I think Brett Brown was gonna get canned at the end of the year. He was gonna get canned quick too. You know what's funny? I'm on the trade MB train right now. You know? Trade <laughs> like, Yeah, I'm on the trade MB train, brother. You know, like, I, I, since everybody be on trade Ben Simmons, I kind of just figured out, like, hey, just get, get, rid of, get rid of MB, man. Let Simmons flourish. They both flourish without each other. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but you're right about pairing MB with a good point guard. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I rather, I rather just have Ben Simmons, man. Like you can't, if you're a team owner, if you're Philadelphia, you gotta keep, you gotta keep the the guard, man. You have to. I, I understand that you know they're about to make uh, we legalize across the leagues and everything like that, brother. There's no way I am not entertaining <laughs> trading Joel and B. Now I get it. He more the Twitter guy. He more the Instagram. Ben Simmons more. Of, you know, I had a bad game. Let's move on. And B gonna do some some things that people are gonna be like. Oh, this is kind of funny. Which Embiid to me, which if I'm a piggyback on your point, then maybe Embiid fits perfect with the Knicks because that's mm. that's some New York Nick type stuff. The stuff that he do to get all that attention. Maybe he fit with the Knicks, but me, I'm trading Simmons. I'm ball. I'm going with Embiid. I'm gonna go get me a traditional point guard, which they ain't got too many of those no more. But let me get a Rondo for cheap. I know Chris Paul gonna demand money. I mean, maybe. You feel like that Chris Paul is that guy that put you over top of the uh the edge, but I, I can't trade him, B, bro. I, I can't do. It. I can't even. I can't even think about that. And B. <laughs> yeah, I guess I gotta. Somebody gotta play his devil advocate to to it, man. Because everybody just can't agree with everything, Brian. You know how it is, man. It's how we bet on Twitter with disagreeing and everything, man. Come on, brother. <laughs> hey, that's what we do. We gotta disagree. I mean, because I'm writing this one down. Because I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see what happens in the future. You know, with this season ending, like I said, out the blue, it's not officially ended, but there's a lot of, like, there's all these question marks now. And, and how do you answer all these questions in an offseason? Like, I'm just lost. How, how are you going to answer all these questions and be the Celtics, the Lakers, the Bucks, LeBron getting older? Does Giannis want to go back? Does he feel like that they got a team? Or does Giannis go to Golden State, which everybody been kind of talking about? There's a lot of Man. question marks, bro. Listen, if Giannis go to Golden State, Man, I, I don't know, man. I don't. I, I hope that don't happen. We, I don't want that again. I, I like the league how it is right now. You know, um, the league is good. It's back to you know competition. You know, anybody could win it. 
there's a lot of contenders. You know, there's a lot of dark horses. Like um, Boston's a dark horse. Toronto is still a dark horse. Even though Toronto is second best in the, in the East, they are still a dark horse to win it because they're actually playing better without Kawhi. They're surprisingly good, you know. And then, um, but this league is crazy. I think personally they should cancel it because um, more people is going to come out with, with this virus thing, you know. And um, it takes what two weeks for it to show, and then yeah. in these two weeks somebody's somebody's touching the door, somebody's at Best Buy grabbing a video game, and then that person is just it's just crazy, you know what I'm saying? So. So I, I personally how do you think, think, how do you think that was with Rudy? How do you think that was with Rudy? Like when Rudy first, because technically he was the first one who came out. I think other people had yeah. it before, but whatever. Rudy came out with it. Like, like how was the atmosphere of the league? Like the league probably was like, what? We yeah, they shut. They think about it. When the league shut everything down, the world followed them. You know what I'm saying? Like the world followed it once once the NBA shut it down. You know, I don't blame, listen, I don't blame Rudy Gobert for nothing he did. I don't blame him for touching the microphones. I don't. Because think about it. And think about this. A week ago, or maybe a, not a week ago, maybe like a week before, a couple of days before that whole thing happened with Rudy Gobert, everybody was talking about the coronavirus is not that, it's not that bad or whatever. It's just like, it's not like, the, it's just like the flu, but it, it's not that bad. This day, this ain't happening. That ain't happening. And then all of a sudden now like an NBA player got it. Then now it's just a whole big thing, you know. I think Rudy Gobert, he did what he did just to show everybody, like, hey, this is no big deal. Because think about it, he's probably listening to, you know, watching social media and, and watching TV, and everybody was saying it wasn't that bad, even CNN people, NBC people, Fox people, or whatever. They all were saying it wasn't that bad. And so, you know, and then everybody was just saying, like, hey, this is probably a hoax and, and stuff because we get SARS um you know, H1N1, you know, the swine flu situation and everything, and Ebola, but it never got this crazy. But then when he get it, then everybody's saying, like, he gave it to Donovan Mitchell. Who knows? What if Donovan Mitchell gave it to him? Nobody knows. That's the thing. You can't blame him for it. I don't I don't, I don't, don't feel bad. People were saying that he was careless about his actions when he was touching the microphones and touching his teammates' stuff. But think about it. Who, who if he got it during the microphone touching, so which reporter has it? No, You know what I'm saying? So I just think that Rudy Gobert is not at fault for this for that situation. Nah, I'm the same way because I, I said it like this, and, and people got mad at me on Twitter. I was like, was he patient zero? Like y'all acting like that man was patient zero. Like he was the first one in the world to get this coronavirus, and you said it perfectly. Who did he get it from? Because he he wasn't the first guy. There was somebody around him in the area, something that he got it from. I'm mad because he apologized. He came out and was like. Oh, I'm sorry for being careless and da, da, da. I was like, man, look, you ain't got to apologize because you weren't patient zero. Like, this isn't like Magic Johnson. I'm not going to say Magic Johnson was patient zero, but this ain't like Magic Johnson when he came out with HIV. Like, Rudy Gerber was like, oh, I didn't know, you know. And I get how people felt about it. People were like, oh, yeah, that's silly. He was trying to make fun of it. Look, man, the guy was a fun-loving guy. I get it. Now everybody's taking it serious because he got it and then – all these other cats got it, and, and I see Barkley tested negative. KD got it. I don't, and yeah. they, they're not saying who else in the Nets got it, but, you know, it, it, it's crazy. I, I honestly think I, I'll go ahead and cancel the league this year because I ain't trying to be funny, bro. Somebody right now is eating Twinkies and, and picked up at least 15, 15, 17 pounds, and it ain't muscle. Watch. I bet you somebody yeah. come back running around with, with Twinkies and ho-hos. You're going to be like, God dang. You been I know who I, I know who it is. It's Joel and V. He he's gonna be the most out of shape one. Out of all the stuff, he's gonna be the most out of shape one. That's why you trade him right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm a roll with you. I got him B pigging out. 
Who will probably pick? Who probably just like see LeBron pick out, but he paid like two million dollars to go, you know, work out and everything, and so I, he he don't count. I just I think who else would really pick out that and come back and be like, oh Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry come back. You know, a couple years ago that boy was that boy was two donuts away from a two X jersey. I was like, bruh, <laughs> you know, Lowry gonna come back a little chunk. That's why I say go ahead and go ahead and cancel the league, man. These guys' bodies, like. When your body in that grind, and you would know this more than anybody, when your body in that grind, and then all of a sudden the grind just stops, you your body's not going to respond to, oh, shoot, start back up again. And then at the end of the yeah. night, you're going to get a fluke to my eyes. You're going to put an asterisk beside the champion because you're going to be like, oh, did you really win the chip? Or was it because of all these cancellations, all these other things? So, nah, go ahead and cancel the league. My bad, Brown. I know you mad. You know, you, you was out there doing crazy crap this year. Giannis, you was doing probably back-to-back MVPs. But, man, that's it. I, I will cancel it this year and prepare for next year, man. Because it's going to be bigger next year as well. It's going to be the same thing. Same league next year. Same exact league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they don't cancel it, though, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Um, the season ends in September and then they go through the process and come back for Christmas Day or maybe even New Year's and then so, run it like that. That would actually be perfect. You say cancel? Wait a minute. So go through September, take a break, then come back Christmas Day. Yeah, like like that's what they've been saying on the news or whatever. All the sports stuff that I've been reading, they was talking about they every the owners they want to continue the season, whether it's in um empty arenas or NBA G League arenas or even like neutral sites where 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 like you know the city is um like small cities or whatever that haven't been affected okay. or whatever um you know teams play in neutral sites as well so they can just keep keep everything contained like that. You know, so um, it, th- there's a couple of options. That's why they was talking about continuing it. Now, if they continue with it, per- this is going to be a permanent schedule when the NBA starts on Christmas because it doesn't affect, you know, them competing with football. I mean, it, it, it'll hit baseball at the back end, but nobody really watches baseball like that. So, but, um, like, you know, NBA versus football, you know, parallel season, it, it, it'll catch them, like, damn near during the um, NFL playoffs. So, I, I think if they decide to do that, continue the season, and they just have their permanent schedule when it when it starts on Christmas, because that's when I really focus on the NBA anyway, like the Christmas Day games and 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 um and so forth. Yeah, that's me. That's me too. I mean, you, you can get me open tonight. You may get me the second night too, because I'm like, all right, I want I want to see this mob play. I want to see what they do, and then you know after that I put a pause on to like to Christmas. You, you know what I feel bad though, for the most out of all this, and you're gonna be like, dang, that's kind of odd. I feel bad for Melo. Melo ball, man. Melo came back all yeah. okay. Like for real, for real, Melo shouldn't even been out the league, but the politics kept him out the league. I'm not saying Melo was great, but come on, man. It's it, no disrespect. Nobody in the league is a scrub. Let me clear it up. Nobody in the league is a scrub. I know how Stephen A. would always scream out somebody a scrub. Nobody in the league is a scrub. But I seen people on the floor. I was like, yo, you trying to tell me Melo can't even get a like he can't even get a sniff. He can't get on the floor. He can't get on the squad. Come on, man. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, Melo, Melo, he, um, I'm glad that he got back in the league. You know, I, I'm I'm so happy for him. He played well, but he was averaging like 17.6 rebounds. You know, he, he showed that he can play. I kind of wish that he was on more of a contender because, like, I mean, I, I'm not really big on Portland. I'm not even big on Dame Lillard. I think that as good as he plays, he don't make his players better. And that's why sometimes he never really he he don't make it in the playoffs like that. He don't have a far run in the playoffs because he don't make his players better. He could get to 40, 50, even 60 points, but he he ain't making nobody better. And it just seemed like this is ice football with them. 
So, like, as well as Melo has been playing this season, I still wish that he was on a contender. Like, I kind of wish LeBron would have, you know, pulled the strings to get Melo on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say, like, like Dame is like, and and rest in peace, is Dame like a Kobe? Like, like a mini Kobe, though. Like, because Kobe, Kobe will ball. Don't get me wrong. Kobe ball. But Kobe didn't make guys around him better. Like, Fish, Fish was already legit. Robert Ory was big shot Bob. But then after that team broke up, he ain't really don't get me wrong, he ain't had the talent either, but he ain't never really worked with none of those guys there. Like is Dame like almost like a mini Kobe or am I am I trolling? Am I reaching? Like where where I'm at with this? Nah, it's not a reach or a troll or nothing like that. This we just know that the, the level between Dame and, and Kobe is it ain't it ain't it ain't even no comparison. Kobe's just more relentless. You know, seeing Kobe up, seeing Kobe work, he's more like if you with him, you with him. If you're not, you're not. This is just a job to him. I'm not waiting for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how it is. Like, Dame don't have that type of mentality like like that. Like that. Or else, you know, they would have a, a run. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could get to the NBA Finals or something like that with the, if they go on a run. But, like, them two is just totally different. Um, Kobe, I think that he made players better with his, with his tenacity and practice as being a competitor. He definitely picked the level of play up like you've seen the video with him and nick young going at it and um you know you know nick young not backing down for him that's that's what he did and you know a lot of players appreciate him for that even when he was fucking trash to jeremy lynn and made jeremy lynn take a bad shot in practice or whatever and um you know i think even jeremy lynn kind of said that he he appreciated that you know him and ron in practice had their battles and stuff and i think he's just picked up the play of players like i just think i'm not saying that dame lillard is selfish i don't believe he's selfish i just feel like he just he just doesn't make players better like i don't see i don't see him doing anything that, that lifts his teammates up i, I mean I, it's just my opinion no no i, mean, I respect it i mean I, i'm still laughing because Kobe told uh Kobe told jordan clocks to stop being light-skinned Hey, bro, that's yeah. a, a true savage. What thing I can respect that's about crazy. Kobe is that, though. Yo, Kobe knew dogs, right? And he knew he wanted to get dogs on his team. Like, again, like when Matt Bonds did the crazy stuff, he was like, man, Matt Bonds crazy. I, I want him on my mob. When Ron did the crazy stuff, he said, I want Ron on my mob. He, he wasn't afraid to say, man, look, I want this dog. He an alpha male. He going to go scrap with me every night. I got to respect that about Kobe. And you said it right about Dame. Dame, Dame is, is going to get buckets for himself. Dame ain't going to make, and even though they missing Nurk, though. Remember, they missing Nurk this year, and that's a big uh, uh, gap to fill with missing Nurk. But he didn't make uh, CJ. I, I don't know. How you feel about CJ? Because I'm thinking about this. CJ McCollum, like, I, I honestly, I thought he was better than Bradley Bill at once. And then now I feel like that Brad is over, you know what I'm saying, doesn't CJ like I would say Clay Brad, and then CJ falls below them? Or again, am I reaching? Because I ain't trying to reach. I ain't trying to reach on your podcast. I don't need everybody tweet me like that boy don't know no daggone sports. Hollered out some uh, 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 uh CJ. I ain't say CJ scrub. I'm saying Clay Brad and then dot 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 CJ McCullough. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. See, CJ, he's good. I just think that he's so small as a shooting guard, you know? Like, that's why that backcourt be having problems. But who you trade him for? I think the only person you could trade CJ for is Bradley Bill. And I'm sure that the Wizards ain't doing that, you nah, know? Um, I live down here. I live down here. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I live down here, bro. Don't ever count the Wizards out from doing anything. The Wizards will find a way to be like, yo, you know what? 
let's go ahead and just pull the trigger. I mean, even though Brad Brad want to play here, Brad want to play here, he want the ball with that team, but it, it, that ain't working. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested because like, how how much longer do you go with the Nurk Dame C J McCullum thing? Even though Melo came in and filled in and did his spot, you know say when do you break that team up or do you fire Terry Stotts? Like, w- where does Portland go? Yeah, Portland stuck. And but that, it's funny because a lot of times teams will break up when they keep going to the first round. Like Portland keep on going to the second round, so it's like a little bounce here and there. They can they can make a run. Then you know they made that conference finals run, uh, but obviously you know they lost to the Warriors. But it's just I just think that they need a bigger shooting guard. Like you know what I mean. But there's like it's, it's slim pickings. Like it ain't nobody there, man. You know, like I, I wouldn't even know wh- wh- who they would get. Cause think about it, I don't know who would want CJ. Like you think you think Boston is gonna nah. trade Jalen Brown for him? Hell I'm no. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm not yeah. even, Cause I'm getting almost like I'm getting almost the same situation again. I, if I'm gonna do something, I need to better my situation. Now I'm good. I'm good. See, see, they gonna give me thirty five one night, and the next night he's gonna give me ten. No disrespect to thirty five and ten, but bro, you gotta give me look at me some solid numbers every night, man. You can't you can't give me a bucket one night, and the next night I look at the scoreboard and you don't win six or twenty two with nine points. That's not exactly, working. exactly. Is this a is this a bad pairing? You know, what I mean, they're just good friends. But and another thing with Dame that he don't challenge his players, and that's another thing that goes with making players better. You don't see like I don't know why he never gets on CJ um CJ McCollum's place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's hard because now like again, this is the new day and age. Everybody is boys. yeah. Everybody's like, that's my boy, man. I'm gonna go ahead and take it easy. Shit, Mike Mike challenged everybody on his mob. Kobe challenged everybody. And if everybody don't believe it, Braun challenges everybody. He may not do it too much like on TV, but Braun will challenge you on that floor left and right. So great players do great things. I think Dame is always going to be Dame. Dame is going to be a guy to be like, oh, man, he'll shoot your lights out. Or he'll hit a couple of game winners on you. Did Dame make the finals? Nah. And, it, and, and honestly, bro, they should have went to the finals last year. That was their, that was their chance. That was their mm-hmm. chance, bro. Like, that was the and that was their only chance because they ain't get well because before the season ended, what was they ninth, tenth, eleventh, something like that in the West? Yeah. Like, bro, they they underachieved. Like they underachieved. I, I see another mob who underachieved. Minnesota. Bro, they, they oh, underachievers. Yeah, Minnesota, I don't even know why you even brought that name up in this podcast, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Yo, Minnesota sucks. I'm sorry, man. You know, I know we just we just keep it hundred, man. You know what I'm saying? And like Minnesota, like as good as they they got it, man. You know, with Carl Anthony Towns, they have a solid team. It's just I don't I don't know what the hell's going on. And I used to like I couldn't stand Jimmy Butler when he when he used to talk his talk, man. But now you see it. You know what I'm saying? Like like I don't even I wouldn't even I don't even know if I want Carl Anthony Towns anymore, man. And the, look, the problem is straightforward. The only person who hate people in the league right now, two people hate people in the league, Russ and Pat Beverly. If you're not on their teams, they don't like you. And I swear to goodness, I ain't lying to you. I love it. I've always loved two guys just to be like, yo, you ain't on my mob. I don't like you. Nope. Don't dab me up. Now I'm good. Stay away from me. You, because you know what, <laughs> man? When you under, once you get under the same time, you, you want to change things around, man. You don't want to be all like, oh, let me hug you after every play. Let me... Nah, guess what? I'm gonna tell you straightforward, Daniel. I knock you down on the ground. You my man and all. I'm not picking you up. I'm telling you get, exactly. get on defense, bro. I guess I 
Guess I'll see you on the other side, you know. But nah, it's, it's too it's too friendly in the league right now. And I think I think with this time off, teams got the chance to finally look and be like, yo, wow, whatever. Houston Lakers, they making big making big strides. Teams like Portland, Minnesota, Sacramento, they still sitting at the bottom because they're trying to be buddy buddy with everybody. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to see a vicious league again. I'm not asking for the. The uh, 90s all over again. I ain't asking for the 90s. And I ain't asking for the early 2000s. I'm just asking for yeah. a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more wars. I miss the wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the wars, the wars are pretty much, are pretty much done. You know what I'm saying? Every, um, these, these players today are all about, are all about building up their brand and um, being friends with Ronnie 2K. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> about their ratings on 2K. That's that's what they were. They, they said they ain't worried about the little 85s and 86s, but they be like, I'm an 81. Oh, let me holler at Rocky yeah. 2K. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, the game done changed, man. Like, when you like these players just want to be influencers, man, like off court influencers while still playing the game and stuff. And it's just, it's different. It don't even bother me no more like it used to. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, whatever to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man. Hey, young players, get your money, but you know, yeah, yeah, I don't really care about the winning and stuff. And you know, I mean, I get it. Why, why work hard when you know it's already laid out for you to just, you know, you just play hard for a couple seasons and get a max deal and then and just chill. That's that's what I say. Does does winning even like? So for me, I'm gonna tell you straightforward. I'm an only child. Oh, I mean, look, I'm about winning. I never, I, I do want the money, but man, it feel good to say I got the money and I won. But now with these absurd contracts, it don't matter. Like folks getting one twenty just to be out the playoffs every year. I'm like, this was unheard of back in the day, bro. But nobody getting no one twenty just to be an AC. Like, nah. Me, I, I I gotta win, and I'm not saying what my squad did, what Boston did was right. I get it. It, it looked a little shady. What Miami did was right. What Golden State did was right. I, I'm not gonna say this. What Kevin Durant did was wrong, and he knew he was dead wrong by that. But again, <laughs> again him being in my area, like I'm gonna tell you straightforward. If anybody don't know K- uh, KD, I don't know him well enough. I know of him. He on AAU teams, their team was the best. They won. They lost like uh, I, really not even one game. It was a fluke game that they lost, and they went to the championship. Like that man wasn't used to losing. But that that move right there, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. That solidified that uh, competition was dead. Like. Like, like, do you think you think KD and I, I? I go around so much. You think KD gonna get a ring on Brooklyn? Like I said, no. He won't even sniff. He won't sniff the East Finals in Brooklyn. Ooh, no, you tripping? No, he won't sniff the East Finals. He won't. He won't sniff the East Finals in Brooklyn. It's not going to happen. Like I got them coming out the East next year. No, man. You yeah. Let, let, uh, Adam Silver. Please send my man a drug test right now. Please. <laughs> like, how? Like, okay. Besides playoff Kyrie with LeBron, playoff Kyrie not really that impressive. Like, he okay. And with KD, my, my problem is going to be, is he going to get mad again when it's just two people? Like, don't get me wrong. Spencer Dinwiddie is a baller. Dude come out the jump. To me, I like him. He, he's a nice, solid bucket. But, I, no. Brooklyn out there. No, not happening. Like, I'm I'm gonna go on the stretch here. I think KD career halfway done. I mean, mm. I mean, yeah, and the timeline pushed up because of his injury. And, and he's a big guy. Think about this though. I don't care what y'all try to tell me, man. And you know this because you're a baller. 
He ain't no 6'10. That boy's seven feet tall, right? That right. injury, that injury was something that remember Yao got hurt similar to that injury. Yao was never don't get me wrong, Yao is not KD. But I'm just saying the injuries on the bigger guy, they don't come back that well. Remember, Derek had just almost the same injury. But Derek was Derek was never athletic. So Derek just got his shot a little bit better. Like, what is KD gonna do? Is KD gonna take fadeaways? Or is he still gonna try to be a three-point shooter? Or like, I don't know, bro. I, I'm gonna tell you this. They not coming out of the East though. If they come out of the East next year, man, I, I will fly up to New York. I will come and holler at you straight forward. They I mean no way. Like no way. Well, one, I I live I live in South Carolina now. And two, I would move uh KD to the forward. I mean to the power forward spot. I wouldn't make I wouldn't have him play the three no more. He'll be a power forward. But, and then let him throw it from forward? there. There's no power forward in the league no more. Like, positions are gone. Like, you just put your five best players on the floor. Like, okay, when he come back, I get what you're trying to say. I think I think, I think you're going here this direction. You're not going to let him check the speedy guys no more. Put him on a bigger, slower guy. Like, maybe put him on a, um, man, I'm just trying to think who we going to check in the league now going forward. Like, I don't know, man. This, this, that's, that's, to me, I don't think that's going to work. I think Kevin Durant halfway done. I think he halfway done. Don't get me wrong. When you got a jumper, you'll never lose a jumper. Like Ray Allen got older, he never left. He never lost a jumper. Reggie Miller got older, never lost a jumper. But yeah, so that's you, man. KD ain't gonna be the same no more, bro. They be lucky if they make the the the, the East Finals. And they did. They did. Uh, what was their coach? They just fired. Oh, Atkinson did him dirty, dirty, dirty. Okay, come on, man. They was they was sniffing the they was sniffing in the seventh seed. With no all star, come on. That's man. true. That's true. That's true. But but with champion, once you get that championship, those those championship mindset players, it changes, man. Kenny Atkinson is not going to be the right coach for that team. You know how it is, man. You so, know so, exactly how it is. Oh, I know. I know what they're thinking. This was this was the setup from day one. Once they got KD and, and uh, Kyrie, I was like, man, Kenny got to see the writing on the wall, man. He know he ain't about to be the coach here too much longer. Like they going in a whole different situation, like. What you think? Who 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 gonna be the next coach out of Brooklyn? Like you know, Mark Jackson ain't getting another sniff for some reason. Mark ain't getting another sniff. Uh, what? Tim Duncan? Because you know he coached. Oh that wow, right. <laughs> That'd be funny to see Tim Duncan actually head coach. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think they got rid of Kenny Atkinson because he wasn't starting DeAndre Jordan. He was starting Jared Allen, and Jared Allen's the better player. But when you got those two players as a friend, they want to play with their friend. You know what I mean? They, you know the ownership is going to appease them. Man, look, I tell Bama straightforward, man. Look, DeAndre is not good. Sit down. Like, bro, you gonna come off this bench and we're gonna figure it out. Like, but I get it though. Friends got the power. You know, DeAndre the knocked on KD and Kyrie door plenty of times and said, Hey, that man ain't playing me. Like Jared Allen get more minutes than me. Kyrie and KD said, Say no, say less. They told him say, say less. less. Kenny Agerson is out the door. And now, like, I don't know, man. Brooklyn, I don't know. Brooklyn got to figure out something. They gotta figure out a coach. They got to figure yeah. out, like, how KD going to come back. Is Kyrie really healthy? Like, is Dinwiddie the, the big three, or is Dinwiddie, like, the Kuzma of their team? Like, Kuzma never really – to me, Kuzma still hasn't come into his own. Like, is he a part of the big three, or you think Brooklyn, like, needs to pick up a bigger player in free agency, or – um, Yeah, they can, they, they can try, you know what I'm saying? But I think their hands are tied. They got, they, they got money tied up. Well, a lot of players, you know, they got Spencer Dinwiddie's deal. They got they paying Karis LeVert a lot of money, which he's actually Karis LeVert is actually worth a lot of money. He can ball. You see what he did in Boston. Hey man, he, he was going. There. He was going there. I didn't want to talk about I, that. 
Why do you want to talk about that? Nah, man. Check it out, my man. I watched that game, and when they man, were he made Jalen, he made Jalen Brown look bad, bro. That's man. That's who y'all would need. Ooh, Karis Levert would be perfect for Boston, actually. At the yeah. two, yeah, yeah. Because he's. Trying. I would do that. I would do that deal. I would do that deal because they, 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 that's a need for both teams. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I would, I would do that deal. Jalen get the because Jalen gives you a little bit of athleticism on that team, and then Karis mm-hmm. gives you that that bucket, man. Man, that boy was dropping buckets, man. I can, man, I, can, I stopped putting my head down in my room, bro. Like I climbed in the bed, like in a fetal position, like I was starting to cry. I was like, "Yo, this man hitting straight buckets," and I was like, "Yo, put a hand up." I'm like, "Man, forget it. I'm wrong for saying this, but I'm like, yo, flagrant one, do something." Like I'm throwing an elbow. I'm throwing a quick look, bro. I'm gonna tell you straight forward. If you drop ten buckets on me in a row, guess what? The next jump, you may want to hit me too. You get the elbow. I'm getting a flagrant one. I'm sorry. Now, see, see, me, I like the physical play. So please, please bring it. I mean, I, 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 I hit 10 more in a row on you. So don't bring your girl there either. Because I'll tell your girl why you, why you defended me after the basket after I made 10 in a row on you. This is the man that you chose to protect you? Really? <laughs> really? Hey. 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 Let me ask you. Let me Because you, you talk a lot of junk too. Who talk more junk? Like you, you or your brother? Like who? Like. Oh me 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 hands down. Ron Ron don't talk. Ron 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 never talks trash. For real? Oh why why I feel like yeah. Ron talk? Yeah, Ron, he don't talk Ron, trash. Ron's man. like an assassin. Ron's like an assassin on the court. He just look at you. I'm like, dang, his look just said <laughs> thousand words. I'd be like, that you say so so you talk the more. I, I can I, I maybe I can see it now. I couldn't see it at first, but now actually letting the footage roll through my head, like watching Ron, I was like, Ron really didn't talk. Yeah. Like, but he look at you like Oh, you about to get a bucket. Just know that. And you about to get an elbow. In high school, he used to um he used to write on his socks. I remember he wrote on his socks before they played for the for the city championship. It was his senior year. And then he wrote on his socks something like, yo, we still have practice on Friday, talking about they're gonna win the cities and go to the states or whatever. Like Ron used to do stuff like that. And I remember when he went up against um he went to this Nike basketball camp when he was a high school uh sophomore or whatever. And then he went up against the number one player. Cause they had a one-on-one tournament at the at the camp. They used to have this one-on-one tournament, and Ron ended up winning it all. And the number one player in the country was was um Chris Burgess at the time. And you know Chris Burgess went to Duke and stuff, all-American guy, big guy, whatever. Then Ron was in the newspapers talking about like, yo, honestly, I expected better players. You know, like Ron, he used to be like he used to talk trash, but I guess when he got to the league, he just don't talk. He didn't he didn't talk that much. I never really seen him like talk. I, I hate Ron too, though. You know why I hate Ron? You already know why I hate Ron. Got the man. I don't what I don't what Paul was thinking. Like Paul left the man open like he wasn't a grown man. Like I'm like, come on, man, you can't leave no grown man. Like, but that jab step was mean though. Let me let me give him credit on that jab step. I don't know how he pulled that jab off, but that jab caught Pierce like slipping a little bit. And I'm like, God damn, Ron hit the three to ice me out, man. I'm like, I can live with Kobe or Fish. I'm like, God dang, and he kissed the crowd. I say, Oh my God, this ain't. Nah, this 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 ain't good. I'm but I ain't gonna you, bro. I miss I miss it all right now, man. I'm struggling. I ain't watching Let me tell you. TV. Let me tell you, to be honest, I don't know why Paul don't get a lot of flack for that game seven. Anyway, for the for that finals. Like Ron completely took him out. I think Paul only had two games that was good out of the seven. He only had two good games out of it. And oh, then Ron bottled him the whole yeah, Ron bottled him up the rest of the finals. But that play that that Ron that Paul Pierce really didn't help. On or whatever when Ron when Ron shot the three that was horrible defense like I don't know 
why he didn't he didn't contest the shot that cost you out of game pretty much, you know? Like he wasn't he wasn't like focused or whatever. I, I don't understand it. That one yeah. bucket hurt like big. And don't get me wrong, I ain't gonna lie to you. Man, Ron was putting that but, but you know one thing is Paul was getting worn down because because you know what I'm saying, Ron was just a little bit a little poke here and there, a little poke, a little hit. And and that weighs you down eventually because Paul won't keep going to the bucket and it, it wasn't getting it wasn't getting the job done. Like what saved us in that series was Ray, wasn't it game two when Ray hit like eight threes or something like that? Like yeah. Ray, um, uh, who 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 else say that series pretty good? See, Rondo was Mr. Triple Double walking. Like, yeah, Paul was kind of Paul. Paul was kind of lit back. So you know, what I'm saying I, I I I'm still mad. So I'm mad at I'm mad at Ron. <laughs> man, I'm mad at LeBron. Because supposed, supposed to have chips. Hey, believe it or not, let's be real. Boston should have got three in a row. They won. They won the uh 08 one. KG got hurt yeah. in 09. Like they was. People forget they was like they only lost single digit games before KG got hurt in that Utah game. Like, yep, I was, they, yep, yep. they should have went back easily, and then they went in ten. And KG, believe it or not, he wasn't the same dude in twenty ten. Like you can see it, Gasol kind of like was like Gasol seen the prey. He was like, oh yeah, let me go ahead and run through this Bama real quick. So we we didn't get three. We only got one. I'm, I'm still kind of mad about that, but I got yeah. look towards the future, man. I, that's why I'm watching. I ain't watching NBA TV tonight. My man was like. Watch NBA TV. You can watch IT drop fifty two. I don't want to watch IT drop fifty two. Hey, he got low ball too. IT, he ain't getting never crack in the league. He got cut again. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I, I feel I feel for him, man. After he sacrificed his body and stuff, I think, ah, oh, man, Boston Boston shouldn't have let him play, man. But but he wanted Boston like let him play. I, I get they shouldn't it. let him play. But but okay, so like let's say this: if you want ball right, and I'm the coach. And I tell you, hey yo, it's not good to ball, man. You shouldn't do it tonight. And you like, man, I gotta do it. I'm like, yeah, but don't. And you like, man, I gotta do it for my sister. I gotta do it for myself. I can't hold you back. I gotta say, man, all right. I'm just, you know, but I get where everybody going with it because he wasn't the same after that. Like he was already a smaller guard in the league, a liability on defense. So when he couldn't yeah. do nothing on offense no more, like, like now, I think honestly, I think he's done. I mean. Don't get me wrong. I was happy yeah. to have IT in Boston, but he done, man. Like, yeah, he done. He done because you know he he lost he lost a step and a half, and at that size, it's different. You can't lose a step and a half at that size, like you know, and it, 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 it's over. It's over. I feel bad for him, man, because he was on his way to getting that big that big deal, and it just went south. It, just it went, went south. Was, was it because? But do you think it was because like? He ended up on that team with Braun because you know when they went out there, man, it was Braun, It, Wade. Like they started picking up like this, man, a rack of people, and I'm like, what the heck? They all went to the club together, hung out together, and they got in the floor together. I think Cleveland expected too much from It, which hurt the rest of his career. Like they wanted the Boston yeah. It, and they they did they got a shell of that in Cleveland. Like, Listen, that was a dumbass trade anyway. I wouldn't even I wouldn't have done that trade because It was already hurt. Because he was already hurt. I'm not doing that trade. I wouldn't even have traded Kyrie, to be honest. We would have worked that out. Hey, that's what Brian, that's that what Brian said, though. Brown was like, uh, man, we, we should have sat down in the room, man. Y'all just don't pull the trigger. Like, to me, that was the end of Brown in Cleveland when they pulled the trigger without really talking to him and me like, yo, go ahead and catch a flight out there, go holler at Kyrie. But I'm going to say this. Kyrie a different dude. I ain't going to use the W word, but he a different dude. I ain't going to say he weird. But he's a different cat. Like, I can see Bron flying out to him like, hey, yo, Kyrie, let's rap for a minute. And Kyrie just, like, doing 
crossovers and everything. He ain't even trying to talk. I'm like, yeah. talk to that man real quick because believe it or not, they gonna look back when they get 40 a piece or whatever. Brown a little bit older. Uh, when they get like 45 or 50, and they be on NBA TV, and they be like, man, we could have did some things together, man, for years. Like just like Shaq and Kobe did, could have done some things, yeah. some damage in the league. Cause them two was mean I together. Think, let me tell you, let me tell you what I think about Kyrie Irving, okay? And I think with Kyrie, you know how the media, they always be on his case, especially Boston media. Oh, I'll be watching. Um, I'll be listening to um. The Hoop Collective podcast with uh, Brian Windhorst and Jackie McMullen be on there just going in on Kyrie all the time. I feel like this. The media try to pull his narrative with Kyrie all the time. They'll bring up everything and they'll just talk. And then Kyrie answers. He answers how he want to answer or he doesn't answer. Sometimes he don't want to be bothered. And then the media, they just run with it. And then they just label him as, as this, this guy, this, this bad guy, this asshole, something like that, which he's not. I just think that Kyrie, he's unfairly um treated by the media because of the way he is you know i think sometimes he don't want to talk then i think that's okay i mean i get it you got to get your quote but you know these nba players are human too as well you know like they they have way more stresses you know trying to win a championship they got to go home make sure their home is good or whatever then you know you probably got you know family members asking them for bread or whatever you know they want some money or whatever and um you know it, it takes a toll on an nba player man and then sometimes they just don't want to talk and but, you know what I mean? What Kyrie messed up at was, don't get me wrong, I don't think he knew what he said when he finally realized it. He told mm-hmm. the kids, man, I'm coming back, right? You don't have to say yeah. that. You don't, you, you, don't, don't you never that. address, you never address. That's a, a, a fine line that you don't even cross. You just be like, man, you know, I'm excited to be here. I'm looking forward to the season, get going, blah, blah, blah. You told them people you were coming back. And then, yeah. We started seeing the rift with Brad Stevens, and we started seeing the rift with Tatum. Like people think there wasn't beef there. Like Tatum was trying to shine, and Kyrie was like, "Nah, give me the ball. You're not gonna dribble. I'm gonna do all the dribbling on this scene." And then eventually, it led to Kyrie being like, "I want to go back. You know, I want to go home. I want to go play with uh with Brooklyn." But I, I get it. Kyrie does get a lot of I guess slander, but he also put himself in those certain positions, like. You know, he just says crazy things, and you go, man, bro, like, don't don't say nothing in the media right now. Just chill, relax, enjoy. Like, he, he came up with Brooklyn, like, game one, game two, and dropped about 50 apiece, and I was cool with that. I was like, man, I wasn't hurting, because I was like, I know what he does. He gives you 50. But then there's yeah. certain times where he just, he's, he's questionable. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I don't know. Kyrie just a little, he a little different, man. I mean, everybody's a little different, but Kyrie just way different than me, bro. But man, just say he weird, man. <laughs> I ain't trying to say Jesus. like I ain't trying to say he weird, man. Like, cause everybody like different in their own thing. But that man, that man weird, man. Straightforward. That man is straight up like cuckoo for cocoa puffs, man. Like I, I want, I wanted him to somewhat work in Boston because the legacy. Like he wanted to be the guy. Like he wanted to that number to go up in the Raptors. I truly believe he wanted that number eleven to go up there, but. When Brad couldn't control him, it was over. Like Brad likes to yeah. con- like not control, but Brad loves a team, and I get it. Folks don't didn't like Gordon Hayward in that contract, and I still like the Gordon Hayward contract, bro. I'm not even mad about that contract. The man broke. Yeah. The man broke everything in his leg. Like it took Paul George two and a half years to get back. And remember, Paul to me, PG was more athletic than Hayward, more everything than Hayward. So Hayward still giving you what. I don't know his numbers. I think it's like 17, 5, and 5. That's still solid. Yeah, ain't bad at all. 
Like he can't give you thirty. Like he's not going to give you thirty on this Boston team. Not with not with Kimba, not with Tatum, not with Brown. There he's going to do his part, and I respect that man for straight up going to Coach Stevens and saying, "Man, go ahead and put me on the bench, man. Go ahead and start the young guys, man. I, I just ain't got it. I ain't got that cut. I ain't got that move. I ain't you know I'm not there yet. You got to respect that. Yeah. Guy. He got he he got the bag though. He did get the bag. God dang. One twenty what? One twenty seven. <laughs> Yeah, over four years. Yeah, they 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 hit him up. Hey, man, you know can't 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 knock it, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, the bag. Secure, hey, secure the bag. That's hey, that's the name. Believe it or not, that's the name of the game. Now, I want to win, but I I feel those guys though. Like get your like get your money. Get your Allen Crab money. That 2015 was horrible too. Get your Allen Crab Evan Turner bag. Like. Go get the money. <laughs> that's yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, yo. But let me ask you a question. All right, so we know the NBA shut down because of coronavirus. We know we already talked about that, but um, like, how how are you handling this whole situation? Um, man, it's 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 different because like I've been like, man, people like look at me like weird now, like because I'm used to handshaking people, bro. Like I walk up to people, like you know, I'm dabbing people up. And I go to dap somebody up, man. They look at me like, are you crazy? And I'm like, oh, yeah. shoot, man. Like, you know, so I try to, my best, like, to limit a lot of things, uh, protect my children, man. Try, I'm actually educating my children on what's going on because, of course, they're children. They kind of look confused and everything. Um, but I'm, I'm handling it okay, man. I'm not the hypochondriac. I'm not, me personally, I'm not panicking. Like, you know, it is what it is, man. We're just trying to battle through it. You know, I'm still going to work yeah. every day because I got to get my bag. I got to go to work every day, bro. I got to get the money. Um, you know, I'm just, I, I'm taking it day by day, man. And, and, and prayfully, everybody that's been affected, whether you lost loved ones or whether you, you know, carrying it right now, um, I just pray for everybody to have a speedy recovery, man, because, you know, this ain't what we asked for in 2020. We, we thought we was going to party and be lit and have a good time. And right now we on, we on basically a lockdown, basically. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know, you, you really can't go nowhere. Like, they ain't put a lockdown in South Carolina yet. But I know I know it's probably coming, you know. Um, it's it's just crazy, just how like the world just stopped because somebody decided to go. <clears throat> let me cough real quick and put that out in the atmosphere and stuff. And it's just it's just shut it's just shut everything down. Like you know the, the world, man. You know, I mean, you see what happened in Italy. You know, they get devastated over there. You know, and yeah, they, they buy toilet tissue. Like I I just I still don't get that. Like they brought all this toilet tissue. I'm like. Man, how much of your butt you got white? Like, man, you I know ain't nobody taking number twos like that level, right? Like, but you know, I mean, I don't know why, but they was doing, but they were doing it. I think it's a little trendy. Um, me personally, like, you know, I stock up on the food, um, yeah. some basic stuff, you know, everything like that, man. But me personally, I tried to leave stuff on the shelves, man. I know it's corny, but I left stuff on the shelves for other people, man, because this is a time where we all should really be coming together, not trying to go in the store and buy 20 packs of chicken. Knowing that there's somebody else who, you know, what I'm saying, need the food too as well, man. So we haven't. It took it took for these stores that basically put rules out to slow us down a little bit, and that's sad, man. I wish we we could have thought about this together by saying, man, leave some food in there for the next person. Like nobody knows my work hours. I don't know your work hours. Suppose you work 16 hours a day trying to feed your family, and, you, and the only time you can get to the store is at 9:30 at night, and then everybody done snatched all the chicken up. You can't even have chicken, but. Damn sure. What happened to all these vegans? Bro, there was a lot of vegans in 2019. They gone. They is gone. gone. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that's funny, man. So, um, like, 
So let's talk about the unscripted podcast, man. You know, like you, oh, okay. you, 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 you redoing it, you redoing it, or this is just a whole new, a whole new um podcast. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole new thing. Um, don't get me wrong, man. I'm so blessed that uh the whole Brian A. Line thing was was sparked off, man. Like that thing sparked off in 2010, and that was by accident. I ain't even lying to you. I just I thought of something one day and like ran with it. Like I I thought of my own name, which is so like. That's almost like a Bam in the league giving themselves their own nickname. Like I'm buckets. Like nah, but I, I gave myself the whole Brian A. Line thing. Um, it was good from 2009 to to 2019. I felt like it was time for a change. Um, don't get me wrong, I still keep my handle, uh, my Twitter handle at Brian A. Line. Follow me on there. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to go with something different. Uh, unscripted gonna be something exactly what it is. Is unscripted. We're we're not gonna sit there and and bore you with Sports Center because again, you wanna watch Sports Center, you're gonna turn it on. We just wanna chop it up, have a good time. Yeah. Uh man, and, and, and welcome welcome the fans, man, because you know why? It's not just my show. Is anybody's show who say, Hey, look, man, I wanna chop it up with you for a few minutes and, and debate this or talk about this or, or talk about how I feel about that. So um unscripted definitely gonna get going soon, of course. Uh, I wanted to jump out there before the sports thing ended, and then it ended, and I was like, dang, where do I go? Yeah. But as I can see, chopping it up with you tonight, I got some stuff on my mind. God dang, I ain't know, I ain't know I had this much left in the tank. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, man. Like, po- podcasting is fun. I just started podcasting in November of 2019, and, um, you know, I'm, this is going to be my, this is going to be episode 38. So I'm 38 episodes in, and um, I'm just, I'm just enjoying it, man. Taking it one by one day at a time. The best thing about podcasting though, during this entire time, when nothing's moving, is just you know being creative because you know creators create. So I just decided to just um normally my thing is, is scripted, you know sometimes, but then normally now I just been doing like unscripted stuff, just like having my boys on and we just talking, you know. And then I've been getting interviews with people. I did a um a non basketball interview the other day with um with one of my friends named um Sugar Ray. And then I had on um, my last podcast, one that's just out right now, this podcast, uh, episode 35, I had Mark Medina, USA's um, national NBA reporter. He used to be the beat writer for the Lakers during it, you know, championship years for a couple years. And then um, he was the Warriors beat writer during the Warriors championship years. And it's crazy because Mark Medina also, he did an interview with Kobe when he took um USA's today's job and then he was Kobe's last sit down interview you know and um like oh it's unfortunate to be Kobe's last sit down interview so we you know we talked about that and so like it, it's it's just fun just you know finding people I go on LinkedIn and they're like hey got the Daniel Artes podcast if you want to come on just let me know <laughs> hey you know what though that's that's the way I always been like man people are always like you know man people always say man how did you get these people on your show you know, did you pay him? Did you beg him? Man, look, one thing about me, I ain't begging nobody, man. You say yeah, you say yeah. You say no, man, look, it is what it is. I understand. Um, yeah. You know, I remember like a couple years ago, it was like maybe 14 or something like that, Skip uh, Skip Bayless and Ryan Clark had got into it. And then the next day, he was scheduled to be on my podcast. I don't know how it worked out that way. Man, This that day, my podcast had like 500, like to like at least 600 live listeners. Like my audio was getting bad. I was like, God dang, I can't handle all this bandwidth. Like I wasn't ready for that. But you know, it was it was something cool. Um, I like to bring locals on, man. Any local hooper, any local baller, whoever doing this, whoever doing that. Um, yeah. NBA vets. I like NBA vets the most because I just like to hear the old shit, man. I like to hear some of the old stories, man, from like 
you know, for me, I'm 34, hearing stuff from like 98, you know, 01, 03. I don't care. I want to hear some of that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, man. Unscripted definitely got something big planned. Um, yeah, we're we just going to cook it up, man. We're going to roll with it. I told everybody, like, and you said it perfectly. For me, having doing a podcast, it's just straight out fun, bro. It ain't. It ain't meant to be nothing else, man. Like, it's never the goal to make TV. If it make TV or whatever it is, it do. If it don't, yeah. I love exactly what I do every single time, man. So, like, what made you begin in the podcasting? You know what? I So, m- m- me and my boys or whatever, we'd be chopping it up or something. Like, I remember this. And they would just stop talking. And they would just listen to me. And they would be like, hey, you ever uh, listen to this radio show on, um, this is in D.C. called 106.7 The Fan? I was like, nah. They was like, listen to it. And I listened to it. I was like, them dudes are not that good. He was like, exactly. You can do that. You actually do that down here with us. Scared yeah. as hell, bro. Scared as hell, though, the first time I recorded. Recorded nervous, okay? Um, so I dropped the, I dropped the record. I listened to it, like, a couple of weeks ago. Man, I, I, I wet the bed bad, whatever. Um, <laughs> and the other time I went, when the first time I went live on Blog Talk Radio, where I, I could physically see people listening, again, I wet the bed again. I'm like, Man, I got nervous as hell because I wanted to be politically correct. And I learned yeah. something about it. If I stand behind my opinion, I'm always right. I don't have to go with whatever anybody else saying and let you talk me out of my opinion now. Nah. So like now I'm at the point where now I'm unleashing a little bit more because now I'm like, okay, you know, man, I can, not to be funny, I can drink my Henny on my show now. I can, you know, have my Jack Daniels up in the air. You know, and chop it up a little bit. Because podcasts now yeah. became more open now. You know what I'm saying? You watch All the Smoke, Undisputed. Like, it's it's a little more open now. And that's what I like, man. We we don't have to be political, man. That's that's not what we signed up for, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I got into podcasting because I just got tired of, like, watching sports media. And then I feel like I'm not learning nothing no more when somebody's talking about the game. It's always They always talk about the hoopla and all the drama surrounding it. And then they they create a, a narrative on like on certain things like now this this year's narrative is you know LeBron should win MVP because how he's handling Kobe Bryant's death or whatever I'm like you don't put that you don't do that for that man you know what I'm saying like so I just decided to just you know do do my little talk my little NBA give my opinion on it you know as a former basketball player myself and you know having people ending you know the day like they learned something you know what I'm saying and. You know, I, I started off shaky as well myself, but I'm, I get better as time go along. Sometimes, even sometimes, like, my best podcasts are the ones I never liked. I don't like how my delivery was or whatever, because I do a solo sometimes. I normally don't have guests. I've just been having a lot of guests on lately, but normally I, I, I do it solo. I, I, I get my script, follow the script, and then I'll talk like I'm not talking to a script or whatever, but then sometimes I can catch myself doing it or whatever. But, yeah, I just wanted to just, you know, change change the narrative on you know sports media or try to change change the narrative on sports media like there's not characters out here it's actually people that's actually willing to talk about the game and give opinion about the game and seeing like which player you know is good at bad or whatever weakness the player has whatever strengths the players have you know so that's that's why i decided to do it i'm gonna tell you the first time i heard you was um i forgot what was going on with ron but Everybody had you on all their ESPN affiliate shows. I don't know what they had. I can't remember what was going on, but like they had you on ESPN radio like for a whole day, right? And I was oh, there. I know why. Because that's when Ron was on the Knicks, and I and I and I, and I talked bad about the Knicks, and I opened up the Pandora's box on how they operate on the inside. 
And um, yeah, that, that that's what happened. <laughs> okay, okay, I do something to happen because you was like on every affiliate, right? So I first heard you, and, and mind you, did they? I didn't even know they said your name. I was like, yo, I was like, Ron is a cool dude for real. So that at the end, they were like, thanks, Daniel. I'm like, Daniel, Ooh, I don't know him. I was like, all right. I was like, let me give him another shot. Let me listen to what's going on. I'm like, oh, I said, this the comma brother. I said, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, isn't that isn't that crazy how the media took your tweet and like and like just ran with them and put you on like I mean come on man like the Knicks are the Knicks and I'm not even gonna have rehash that because you watching them people right now in 2020 and they're the same team they was when anybody has talked about the Knicks so but that's just crazy man how that like drip, like drift to me it drove you into the podcast world because then people started giving you opportunities whether or not it was a few minutes here and there. To voice yeah. and you start thinking to yourself, man, look, I can do this on my own. I don't need no governor. I don't need nobody to like tell me I can't say this. That's what I'm saying. On my podcast, I don't mind. I'm not looking for nobody to say, oh man, don't talk bad about the Celtics. Cause I'm gonna tell you straightforward. When they stink it up, they stink it up. I'm not even gonna they lie to you. That's just what it is. So yeah, man, podcasting is fun. Um, I tell anybody that looks forward to getting into it, be yourself. Um, you can look yep. up to the guys. I mean, you can look up to where. The, the Stephen A's, the Shannon Shops, anybody that you like, but ultimately at the end of the night, be yourself. You know, talk mm-hmm. your talk. You know, don't try to, don't repeat what Skip Bayless said five hours ago because nobody gonna respect you, bro. And that's straightforward. Nobody yeah. will ever respect what you just said. Yeah. What you know, the same man said five hours ago. So <laughs> exactly. Right, I miss, I miss it. I try to be. I, I try to be original. I try to be original. That's all. Like, cause you think about it, all these reporters that be on these podcasts. They're talking about basketball, you know, all day on different podcasts for hours. You know what I'm saying? I want to know about you. So when I talk, I want to know about what you did, like how you came up. Like, because when I had Mark Medina on, I surprised him. I was hitting him with, I did my research. You know what I'm saying? Because me and Mark Medina, he's cool. You know what I'm saying? We used to hang out. We actually trained. I trained him at UCLA a couple times, whatever. And, um, you know, we had a good time. No, that's the way it's supposed to be, though. You're not supposed to ask, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes political stuff is cool, but like again, I just want to ask stuff like, like prime example. You asked me, well, how I get into this stuff, man. It just it happened by accident, and now I like it, and I love it. Yeah, I just I have a good time with it, man. Like there were certain times where I tried to be so professional it was ridiculous, man. Like I, I I would be like, thank you for thank you for coming on my show this evening. Okay, I really appreciate it. No, <laughs> I'm straight out the DMV, straightforward. I'm straight out the DMV, man. Ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about it. So I'm not going to be all political. I'm going to tell you, I appreciate you jumping on. Blah, blah, blah. Feel free to always chop it up with me. You know, so yeah. like I said, again, Unscripted got something planned. Some big stuff planned. Uh, you know, some NBA vets, some local vets. You know, I'm trying to, you know, hunt KD down. You know, get KD out yeah, there. Definitely. Then prayers out to my boy because people don't respect him a lot. Prayers out to Delonte West. I know he's still going through a lot. Um, I yes, just want to send yes. prayers out to him on the podcast, man. Uh, for people who don't know, man, that man's been through a lot, man. I've personally given him a hand with a couple of things. That man just need prayer, man. Like, you know, people don't understand, man. When you go through depression, depression is real, mm-hmm. man. So, definitely want to send shout outs to D West, man. Prayers out to D West. Yeah, definitely, man. Shout outs to, to Delonte West. I, I did a segment on him, too. You know, you know, people talk, making fun of it. And I'm like, it's not funny. This man's going through some real stuff, and that's all y'all got to y'all joke about. Everybody doing stuff for this clout or whatever. Like it's it's just crazy how how things unchange until it hits them. Like you know, if it hits their family, then it, it, it'll be different. 
You know what I mean? So they looking I for just... likes. They looking for likes and likes and retweets, man. That stuff be irritating yeah. me, man. I be like, bro, that man going through something like you said, it happened to their family. Then it's like, let's say if it happened to their family, and then a famous athlete or somebody tweeted them and be like, ah, I made it mean. They'd be like, you're insensitive. Blah blah blah. You you're a rich million dollar man. Blah blah blah. Nah, man. Look straightforward. I don't make fun of nobody's situation. Yeah, I did make fun of Chris Broussard rapping. That man ain't got Yo. no bars. That man ain't got no bars, son. That man got no damn. Come on, man. That man was trash. Man, trash. I had to pause. I I I I, I don't know, man. I heard his rhyme and uh, he knew, oh god, yeah, it's trash. It's trash. trash, like 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 legit. I'm gonna tell you straightforward. I listen to Nick Cannon before I ever listen to Chris Broussard again, bro. <laughs> I got that old school flow, love bug, Starsky flow, Melly Mel flow, LL flow, run flow, KRS one flow, cool Modi, better yet, Eric B and Rakim, slim with the tilted brim like Snoop. I usually talk about alley-oops, but since they ain't playing, it's back to Mike slaying. Plus, you know, I'm praying. Let me stop delaying and tell you about the I couple, me and Rob Parker. I kicks the logic. He's the fire starter. It makes for a good team kind of like a dream you got to tune in from 7 to 10 eastern standard time you don't want to miss it iHeartRadio app to be specific Sirius XM channel 83 Fox Sports Radio yo I got to go it's horrible hey Brian man I don't even know why I got to end the podcast like that with that with with those lyrics my man, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even let you do that, bro. Like that man was horrible, man. Like, nah, you gotta end the podcast differently. Like, you can't end the podcast with a guy like and he was serious about his bars, though. Like, he was like, I'm gonna drop bars, and I'm like, bro, you just killed the whole light skinned community. Like, y'all took a big L, bro. Y'all L is like, take your L and walk away, man. Like, dang. crazy, yo, crazy, man, yo, hey, yo, man. But I want to thank you for coming on to the show, bro. So, um, what I do is I. I like to let you sign off. You do your thing. Let everybody know how they can reach you. Hey, um, as always, brother, I appreciate it, man. Uh, you bringing me on tonight, man. I appreciate it. Uh, follow me at Brian A. Lyon on Twitter. Uh, Unscripted podcast coming out soon. Uh, we're going to do some big things, man. Uh, trust me, bringing my boy Daniel with me on. We're going to chop it up real good again. It, it don't it don't stop. It just continue. Um, and yes, again, sir. man, I, I appreciate you, man, bringing me on the podcast tonight. Look forward to doing this again in the future, man. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Y'all know y'all can follow me on fa- on Facebook at the Daniel Artest Podcast. Hey, Brian, I got a I got a podcast group with twenty one hundred members in there. You got to come in there and join and talk basketball with everybody, man. We be in there going crazy. Oh you yeah, know, I'm coming um, right now. Then I'm coming right now as we speak. Then I'm about to go, I'm about to start trolling everybody in that zone too. Trolling. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, Instagram and Twitter at Daniel Artest Pod. I'm dropping a website. The Daniel Artest, um, DanielArtestPodcast.com coming soon. I'm just, um, just, um, you know, writing some articles up on there as well, getting everything ready to go. And, you know, with that said, we out of here. Thank you for coming on to the show, Brian. And everybody at home, please wash your hands. You know, um, use Dow antibacterial soap as well. And then when you get into your house, take off your clothes, put it in a bag, clean it. Don't run around the house and everything. You know, stay safe and keep everybody from not getting sick, man. All right, man. Y'all be safe. Brian, one love. Thank you for coming on to the show, man. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir.